0: Hilchos chapter thirteen. So we're continuing the topic of establishing a chazaka, a demonstration of ownership over a piece of property. Again, in the ideal scenario, we have a contract. It proves that I buy it, did I not buy it? The problem is, comes if I don't have the contract. What happens if it's my word against your word? We know you used to own the property. You have a contract that says you owned it. You know you inherited it, you bought it. I'm claiming I bought it from you, and I have lived there, and I'm saying I don't have a contract anymore. So is my claim believable? And we've said that if I've been there for three years, that's when it becomes, or three cycles, right? Depending on depending on what kind of what kind of property it is that establishes legitimacy to my claim that it's my property, as demonstrated by the fact that I've been here for three years, unprotested by First time the previous owner. Three cycles now. What, what, what's the difference? Ah, so we said that let's say if it's a piece of property that you normally use day in and day out, like a home, yeah, it has to be three years. If it's a fig orchard. Three harvests is sufficient, huh. even though maybe less than three years, right? Okay, I remember. Question becomes: if it's a type of property that the normal three usages are more than three years, do you have to have more than three years? That's that's unclear. The answer is probably not. But in any event, three harvests, right? Right. Three significant periods of usage, which is either three years if it's something you use every yeah. day. If it's a wheat field, it's three wheat harvests, right? Which is which is usually almost three years because the harvest in most you know climates is a yearly thing. But again, sometimes it could be a little bit less than three full years. So that, thats the concept. Now, some plants there's two harvests in the same year. Right. Yes, and I the Gemara. Either I'm, I don't. I don't recall him talking about that, but the Gemara discusses that some type of you know kind of carp, plants that grow very quick. Yeah. yeah. And then it would indeed presumably a certain court of many opinions be a cycle. To correct. Cycle. Maybe, and therefore in eighteen months you can make a, a Hazaka. Yeah. Yeah, The point is that the original owner, who supposedly claims that he's being robbed of his property, let those three cycles go on without saying a word. Yeah. That suggests he did sell the property. Yeah. All right. Here we have interesting scenarios. That for various reasons, you don't let them establish a chazakah even though they have had the property in their possession for three years. And it's not because of the, of the property, it's more because of who they are. Remember, what is the point over here? I used the property for three years while you said nothing. That shows something, unless it's a situation of right? Huumnin. And we're going to give a list of people over here and then I'm going to break it down. So I'm just going to read and, and, and translate and then we'll explain them piece by piece. Hu'umnin <laughs> craftsmen. One last question. If, if there are cycles and uh, the owner is not aware of the rule, So we learned about that in chapter 11. Oh, that was Shabbos' where We said that if it's a situation in the world where there is no, no communication, let's say it's North Korea, news doesn't travel back yeah. and forth, that would be a good claim. But if he says, I didn't hear about it, I was in Australia, we say, no, it's not possible news, news didn't travel to you. Under normal circumstances, we would not accept that. Okay. If, if 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 he's telling the truth that it's his property, he would have heard about it and he would have made a protest at least in his local Bezdin or in front of two people, two two neighbors. Okay, so who are the people who not who because of their their individual nature cannot establish a chazaka? Olim mm-hmm. craftsmen, and again, I'm just going we're gonna explain these later at length. So, recent sharecroppers, v'patrapin guardians or custodians, been business partners, a husband And his wife's property, v'ish benich wife and husband's property. Of a son in his father's property of a father in his, son, his son's property These people cannot establish a demonstration of ownership By using the property for three years Under normal circumstances These people don't mind if the other person uses the property Therefore the fact that you lived in my property for three years Without me protesting proves nothing If you're a stranger it proves something if you're my business partner it proves nothing, despite the fact that the owner did not protest. So in other words, if a stranger uses my property for three years and I don't protest, that demonstrates I've probably sold the property. If it's my wife, <laughs> I don't mind if she's here for three years usually, so it doesn't prove anything. My wife is saying, I bought the property, I purchased it for my husband, I've been here for three years, he hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything because you cook him dinner, (laughs) right? So that doesn't prove anything. Uh, Rather, the property goes back to the original owner who proves that the property was once his. Now the other person, excuse me, yeah, the other person says that this is an injustice. I'm being deprived of my property that I purchased. Therefore, if Yishavah Hess their their owner who is claiming it's his, has to make a regular shwashesa shleimachu veshleinasnou that he's not sold it or given it as a gift, whatever the other person's claiming it is. right? So, a business partner, a spouse, a father in his son's property. If my father claims he bought the property from me, I've been there three years and my son didn't say anything. It's obviously mine. I'm telling you the truth. The answer is no. Your son is a nice guy. He lets his father's the property. That doesn't mean doesn't mean you bought it from him. All right. No, now, the opposite, right? Again, my failure to protest you living in my house proves or suggests, certainly, I've sold it to you. Otherwise, why would I tolerate that? Unless I'm a person who is so powerful that I am not threatened by you living my property. I have no problem kicking you out for 20 years. V'cheid, similarly, in the times of when the Jewish community was in Babylon, in the times of the Talmud, basically, in the, certainly in the early generations, you had government-appointed Jewish governors who were often descendants of Davod HaMelech. Very powerful. Right. So they ha- had no reservations about people using their properties for years because they weren't worried about the need, about the... They didn't need it. Ex- they didn't need it, but they also weren't threatened by their... They, 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 weren't, they weren't worried that they wouldn't have the ability to kick the person out like this after no matter how many years. Therefore, those... Because they were powerful. Exactly. the the Rashi Geluya's, these exile archers, as they're called in English, Shal'esi Asman at that time, HaGazlin, or similarly a very famous... Uh, a thief, a person who is known to be a robber, as we'll explain soon. Or a, a Gentile, an non, a, a, a idolatrous non-Jew. The fact that, oh, I'm sorry, this is the opposite. That person is establishing uh, uh, my property. Yeah. So because they're powerful, because they're presumed to be people who are powerful, my failure to protest him sitting in my field doesn't demonstrate I have sold it. It demonstrates I'm afraid of him. And therefore, it's not against, it doesn't prove anything, the fact that, he, that he's living in my field. Now, we'll learn the opposite is true as well if I live in his field. That was, a, that was what I... Okay. The This is interesting. A deaf mute, the person who's mentally incompetent, or a child. If they're living in a property for three years and they say, I bought it. That's not, there's no proof to that. They don't have a legitimate claim that lets them stay in the property. In other words, when you say that, I, that, that the property is yours you live it for three years, and I say, what do you mean you lived it for three years? Here's indeed I, I inherited this property 20 years ago. If you say, well, I've been here three years. No one said anything. That's not legitimate. You have to claim that I sold it to you. I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you can't just say those words. You have to know what you're saying. You have to mean it. You have to be actually making a claim that you believe you bought the property and you have to be intelligent enough to make that claim. But you have to prove it also. You no, know, the fact that you've been there for three years is proof of it. Presumably. Oh, okay. So the fact that you've been there for three years validates your, 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 your claim, I've purchased this property. But if you don't have mental capacity to make that claim, no matter how long you live, it doesn't mean anything. It's as if you're a regular individual who's lived in the property for three years or 30 years and saying, well, it must be mine. I've been here for 30 years. No, you have to be saying that. That proves that you bought it. But you can't say that if you're six years old or if you're mentally incompetent, God forbid, or if a person is deaf. Therefore, the the, the, uh, the, the the, the property goes back to its owner. Now, the question is, what if someone else advances the claim on their behalf? If they have a custodian or a caretaker? Who says it on their behalf? That'd be another thing. But here, this eight-year-old kid says, uh, I, "I have." This eight-year-old kid says, "I bought this property three years ago. Now I was five. Here's two witnesses who say, "I who can testify. I've been here for three years consecutively. It's my property." He's not saying anything. He's a kid. The chain, similarly, right? So similarly, we have the reverse, right? Just a second. Sure. So, Israel, Israel. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm in a shiur now. I can't I can't talk. So Now this is what I started saying in the reverse, where a regular intelligent adult uses their property and saying I bought this property for th- I, I purchased this property three years ago from them, um, uh, or from their father, right? Uh, and it's my property, and I've been here for three years that proves nothing because the child or a mentally incompetent person doesn't know how to protest. The fact failed the, 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 the child's failure to protest proves nothing. Therefore, you cannot establish ownership by living in the property. The truth is, these last six words over here of Halacha Be'ez, could be not just referring to a child, a deaf or a person who's mentally incompetent, could also be referring to those the bullies we started off with. Right, like I started off saying, that the failure to protest, if you're a person who's very powerful, doesn't suggest you sold the property. Your failure to protest is because you're so powerful, you're not threatened by someone using your property. Mm. So, okay, all right, Wait a second, because what I just read is uh, the contrary of what you said before. If a person manifests ownership of his property for three years, the fact that he benefited from the property is not considered proof of ownership Right, so if a child, so it goes both ways The first part of the halacha says If a child lives in, uh, 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 in my home for three years And claims he bought it from me That's not a legitimate claim Conversely, if I go into a home that a child owns Let's say a child, his father dies, he inherits a home And he's a child And I live there for three years, he does not protest That's also not legitimate Because the child's failure to, failure to protest proves nothing He's a child, he doesn't know better Similarly, if it's not a child, if it's a case where it's a very powerful person, he fails to protest me living in his home for three years. He doesn't, he doesn't feel threatened by me. Therefore, it, doesn't just, it does not suggest anything. Okay. So it's in both directions. You cannot establish a chazak in their property because their failure to protest means nothing. And they cannot establish a chazak in your property because your failure to protest means nothing. Maybe you're just afraid of them, mm. right? Or maybe you, maybe you don't feel the need to... Uh, uh, or, 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 um, to protest you can't establish a chazak on their property right, because you because um because they can't protest. They cannot establish on your property because in the case of the child or the or the deaf mute, they don't have the intelligence to to vow, to, to to advance a claim that I bought it as evidence by my living here three years. They don't have that, that capacity. Human. Kate okay. the what is what's what an example where you would not uh, give them the uh, the property in this in this context. If Reuven ate a field that had previously, Sometime in the past, belonged to Shimon, and he's been there for three years. That the word years of chazaka. And Reuven says, "I bought this field. I don't have my contract anymore." Now the Shimon ate Shimon says, "What do you mean? Everyone knows this is mine. For I have witnesses who remember it belonged to me years ago." And Ruven uh, Excuse me, excuse me uh, Shimon rather When he brings witnesses That they, they say it was once upon a time his property He brings witnesses that Ruven Who's saying it's his property now was known to be his business partner. Like these are the examples we talked about in mm-hmm. the first halacha. Ayarisa, a sharecropper, a sharecropper, somebody who who, who you, you it's you on the field, mm-hmm. he he's the gardener, and they split they split the profits, right? All right, or his uh, or his uh, guardian, right? You know, that's why he didn't protest because he he gave this person uh, permission to be there. In that case, we give the field back to Shimon, because uh, and this is an important point, right? Shimon's the one who advances that Ruvain is his partner or his sharecropper, and, and, and uh, Shimon has to make a shvu that he never sold it or gave it as a gift. Or the same thing would apply to other cases. In Bey's example of the exile arch uh, or, you know, things like that. However, what happens if Shimon never brought a proof that Ruvain was his partner or his sharecropper? What simply happened was that Shimon says, everyone knows it's my field. Reuven says, no, I bought it. And then Reuven is the one who says, He says, I bought it. I was his partner and I purchased it. So how do we know that Shimon is disadvantaged in his claim because of the fact that he's a business partner? Because he confessed to being the business partner. He'd admit it. So in that case, since Shimon ate the three years as required, of he could have said, well, he could have said, I don't I wasn't his partner. I bought it. In that case, he's believed. In the first example, how do we know that Shimon was a business partner and therefore, or that Ruvim was a business partner and therefore we're not really impressed by the fact that he ate it three years unprotested? We know it because the person suing him to get his property back Proves it. So if Shimon wanted to say, I was never your partner, I'm a regular person, I, I, and my, my, my three years eating here uncontested proves something, he couldn't have said that. In the second example, he could have said that, therefore his claim is stronger. That advances his ability to say, well, I could have some a regular person, and I ate her three years, I, I used it three years, and that proves it's mine, therefore I should believe now. And he's actually right. We do believe him in that case. And his chazak is established. What's an example of a craftsman who cannot establish a chazak? If this person was a, a construction worker, he was building a mansion on my property for me, right? Big mansion, takes years and years to build. He's fixing my house. Right? He's an old mansion, he's fixing it up for many, many years. And, and, he, and he lives in the house as part of the deal, right? So he's saying, I bought the property. After all, I have witnesses who prove that I've been here day and night for three years. And I'm saying, what do you mean you bought the property? I gave you permission to be here for three years while you fix the house. The answer is, is correct. He's living there for three years, unprotested, proves nothing. He's loudly, because I let him live there because he's fixing the house. Yodimim Nason, what if the job is done, now the contract is over, he finishes fixing the house? If he uses the property, you're benefiting from it three years after he finished being my, uh, my contractor, my construction worker, Chazaka, that case, he is like any other person who can establish a Chazaka. And that's true even if, mind you, he started living in the house while he was my construction worker or my butler. After the contract was over, after the deal was over, he, started, he, he, he continued living there and then three years, right? That's, that's fine. But the fact is, is that three years passed. He was there as, not as a worker, as a regular person. That establishes a chazakam. That proves he, that he, that he, uh, that he uh, bought the property. Hey, how do you think Keta? What's the example of a sharecropper? Where are you? No? Number five. Okay. Okay. Again, for example, what if this person was a sharecropper of the field's owner's father? He's been like a just, family sharecropper. Just a second, I, I missed something from before. Okay. Yeah. So, number five. What's the example of a sharecropper? Why can't they establish a chazaka? What if the sharecropper was a sharecropper to the father of the field's owner or the or to the people of his family in general? He's been like the gardener and like the guy who yeah. does the garden work and, you know, splits the profits with them. Uh, for for it doesn't say how long exactly, but for some time, well established in the family, it doesn't give you exactly a t- time frame over here. But she, so he so and now he's saying one day he says this field I bought from the, I bought from them. So she and we're saying it's not true. You you we let you be here because you're you're a well known sharecropper. You, you work in the field. You're someone who's part of, almost part of the family. So so his claim is not believed and he doesn't establish ownership. She Shu since he's already a. a, a sharecropper of the family lineage, family tree, if you will, so to speak, of our ancestry, the owners don't protest his presence. That's why they didn't protest. If he was uh, uh, not a well-established sharecropper for you know, the family for years and years, he just he started, a new guy came in town, they hired him. Since he's benefiting from a field for three years, and, and and not a not a field, mind you, where there's a, a, a contract that he's working there, right? Uh, um, it's it's a it's a regular field, right? We don't presume the atmosphere of trust that he can just mm-hmm. be there for you three years straight. And, and, but he proves that he, he lives there for three years straight. Then we, 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 stop, we give him the field and we believe it's his. We tell the owners, how is it possible he benefited year after year without protesting? other you know, words, over here, the, the concept is, is that instead of splitting the profits with the family like he's supposed to, he takes all the profits for himself. That's establishing an ownership. He's not splitting it 50-50 or 30-70, or whatever the deal was. Takes it all for himself. That proves ownership. In the previous case, even though he took the profits, the, all the crops for himself for three years consecutively, the family says, we trust this guy. We know him. We believe that he's probably going to take three years for himself and the three years to give it to us. That's how he's going to divide it. But if a, that's if somebody who we trust because we know he's, uh-huh. he's been a sharecropper for years. This new guy on the block, we, that's, not, that's not legitimate. If he does that, that proves he owns it. All right. What happens if this guy who's a well-known sharecropper for the family, suddenly... Uh, instead of, of suddenly uh, hires other sharecroppers to do work under him. and chazaka, that's <laughs> considered, he does it for three years, that's a chazaka. It's unreasonable to assume that the sharecropper would be allowed, we, we, that the people, the owners, would see their sharecropper bring other sharecroppers under him, and he's going to become the manager, he's, and, he, and, 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 and they're not going to protest. That's odd. They know him. But who are these new people you bring over here? That's not... Uh, they don't like that. But if, however, he divides it, he brings other sharecroppers, not only he's a the manager, they all divide the work to make it a little easier. So yeah. in the first example, he's the manager of everyone. Like, as if he's the owner. That's why it's a good Over Here he's just kind of, taking, you know, kind of dividing, dividing the work. <coughs> that's... In that case, there's no khazaka. Shem, al also say maybe the... Uh, the uh the owner um uh, made him to be a uh supervisor. supervisor and divide the work right in the first example however um he he's having the people uh we, work the land have, and give we, him the remainder we have the knowledge of the owner Yeah. And in the second example um he divided the work among everybody uh but not in a way they're giving him a uh, him a uh, a percentage of, of the work. That would be like a demonstration of ownership. That's the first example. For example, they're giving him a percentage, a percentage of their work. Here, that's not what's happening. He's just, divide, he's just dividing the land among the sharecroppers. And uh, um, okay. So, uh, however, what if this guy finishes being a sharecropper for them and his contract is over? But then after that, he still eats the, uses the field three years. In that case, Hexik, he's like a regular person who can establish a Chazaka. Needs need some more detail to kind of, you know, uh, tease out exactly the difference between the first case and the second case where the Chazaka, the first case, the Chazaka is established and the second case is not. But the basic line, bottom line is that the first case is basically like a demonstrating ownership by being like an overseer of all the, all the um, sharecroppers in a way that He's uh, taking, a, you know, a percentage for himself. And in the second way, it's more just managing what they do without really taking a percentage for himself. Okay. Zion. What's an example that we say guardian cannot establish a right? Number seven. Whether he's a caretaker on this particular field on behalf of these, uh, these orphans, or he's just a caretaker over other properties. Whether he was appointed by the court for these orphans, or the father of the orphans before he died appointed him to take care of the kids, the godly son and the orphans uh, become uh, adults and they let him stay there. a regular person just hires a caretaker uh, uh, over his uh, a supervisor, a manager over his estate, right? Mm-hmm. Since all these cases are someone who's allowed to be in the property or you know, in the pro- some part of the property with permission, the The fact that no one protests, it doesn't prove anything. If he kind of left his post, his contract terminated, after that he ate it for three years, then uh, the chazaka is established. Even if he started working there as a, as a uh, caretaker, but... Since his job as a caretaker Was formally ended And he stayed three years after that That suggests That he bought the field Ches Hashut in case I wasn't by partners Cannot establish a partnership If a person is a partner in this field You and I own this field together The It's the kind of field Where we don't have the right To demand That we divide You remember that we learned In the laws of neighbor, uh, um, uh, uh, Neighbors Right uh-huh. If you and I Let's say Inherit jointly a property and it's a large property, then I can demand that you and I that you and I divide the property. You you want to share the property together. We'll both use the yard. I say no, I want to divide it. I'm allowed to demand that. If it's large enough, if it's only two feet by two feet, they can't say that, right? So it has to be big enough to do that. Now we're talking about a field that I can't demand be divided. So we therefore the only way to use it is to use it together. Either we rotate one year you one year me or we use it together as a shared yard. Despite the fact that only one of us Was seen using this property for three years It's still assumed To belong to both of them, right? Because I can say, well You know, I let you use the field for ten years That's true, but that's because now I was playing it myself for ten years, that's how I wanted to rotate Ten years you, ten years me The fact that you used it for ten years proves nothing However, what if the field is large enough that one of us could legitimately demand from the other that we split the field and I have this half, you have that half, and I don't come your side, you don't come my side. But only one of them was seen using the entire field. And he says, Well, I bought, the, I bought you out. I bought your half that's a good claim. He could tell his partner, the court tells the partner, if you really didn't sell or give it as a gift to this other person, you're half the yard, how is it possible that, the first person, that I, says the partner, ate the whole thing for three years and you didn't protest? Obviously, it's it's my field. Otherwise, you should have said, hey, I have the rights to use this field too, get lost, right? It's down your side. But similarly, if a man uses his wife's field, right? His wife has a field. She got got married. And that halacha is is that a man is allowed to use his wife's property, right? Mm -hmm. His benefits from it. That's halacha. And he ate there for three years. Despite the fact that he made an agreement with her at some point during the marriage that he's not going to benefit from her property. And over here, you see, he's using the property. And he's saying, well, this one I bought from you. That's why I'm using it. I made a deal with you. I'm not gonna benefit from your property. The so fact that How could he buy from his wife? You could, That's possible. You could say, oh, here's the money. I'm gonna buy the property from you. It belongs to her. He has the rights to use it. But he made a deal but with her. Doesn't it belong to both if they're married? No, not in, not in her law. Either it it depends on the property. Either it belongs to him and he has to let her use it. That's called Or it belongs to her and she has to let him use it. But he has. But let's say she makes an agreement, this piece of property, this is my garden, I go here to meditate, I don't want you coming here, you can't use it. And he, so he agrees, they make an agreement, right? So that's, that's, let's say he made a deal, a deal that he's not going to use any of her property, like right? financial dependence. she's a CEO of Google, she doesn't need his money. So they made an agreement, he's not going to use her property. They're financially independent from each other. But that this one property that was known to be hers, he's used it for three years, and he's saying, "Because I, I bought it from you, that's why." And she's saying, "It's not true. I, I was nice to you. you were you nice to me? We agreed. I'm not going to use your property. I bought it from you." And even if he made an agreement with her, when 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 the you know the stage of marriage when they he already put the ring on her finger, but they didn't yet do the chuppah, which back in the day was not this, it was, was was a year apart, right? Then he's not going to benefit from her property, and he's not going to even inherit her if she dies. And afterwards, he benefited from her property, he built buildings there, he destroyed buildings, and he did whatever he did, as, and, and he's claiming he bought it. So we'll see that, that the halacha is he cannot, we don't believe him. Because we assume that she, and she's saying, I want to be nice to you, I'm your wife, right? She's believed over him. Similarly, if the woman uses her, her husband has a field, right? And she's she uses she exclusively only her was using that field three years. He never saw the husband there. She used it as her as her, as her pleasure for her as she wants to for three, many years, even though he had other fields he designated for her to use and to benefit from. And she and she used this field and she's saying it's because I bought it. Both these cases there. Usage of the field for three years unprotested proves nothing because hopefully spouses will turn a blind eye to their spouse. and They do that and that's a believable claim when you claim that. <laughs> Similarly, a son, even an adult son, who you know, uh, is financially supported by his father. <laughs> He's part of his household. <laughs> if he uses one of his father's properties for three years, Similarly, if the father uses his son's property, who he's, who he, who he's, who he's financially supporting for 50 years, uh-huh. the years, and the fact that it proves nothing. Because the father is nice to his kid, that's why he wouldn't protest. Yeah. Or similarly, the, the, the son is polite enough not to protest his father, because his father's supporting him, right? When he's, in, when he's in medical school. All right, fine. Therefore, it proves nothing. The, the, the failure to protest. Suggests nothing. Tess. What if a father and a son are independent, right? He's a lumberjack, he's, he has a, he's a lawyer, and this guy's a doctor, and they have two separate businesses. Or a woman who's divorced from her husband. She's, just, she's not, not, not connected anymore. I feel Even if the divorce was halakhically uh, uncertain, and we haven't yet established if it's good or not good, but even though it may not be good, the fact is once a divorce happens, even as a doubt, they're emotionally and financially separate people. In that case, like any two humans and the Chazaka could happen. The exile arch that was existed in the times of the Chum. Because they had the political power to harass and dominate people, when they use someone else's property for three years, that proves nothing because the guy is afraid to protest. The other one is tireless, right? He doesn't want to end up in the East River. Similarly, if someone else uses their property, many years, there's no proof. Why? The exile arch has no need to protest in Pateshi and Kifa. They have full confidence in their power. Calls and I want, I'll turn around 20 years from now, I'll kick him out like this. So the further protest proves nothing. And also, against standard, they have to make the standard Shvua that they indeed, it's true what they're saying that they did not sell it. And if the exile arch use someone else's property. And similarly, the other person says, it's not true, I didn't sell it to the exile arch. I was afraid to protest because I didn't want him to slash my tires. Again, they make the shua, they did not sell it, and they are believed. What does it mean when we say a person who's a robber cannot establish a chazaka? A person who's famous being a robber can never make a chazaka? Not necessarily. What it means is like this. Someone who's proven to be a thief on this field. In other words, he tried to steal this field and say, I bought it, and we prove that he's lying. He was actually a robber. And he's, now he's trying again. This is interesting. A person who we don't know exactly what he's all about. We don't know his nature. We don't know anything about him. But we know his father was John Gotti, the famous mafioso who kills people for money. So, He ate the field for many years. He's saying, "I bought it." We have no idea what kind of guy he is, but the fact that he came from this fa- this mafioso family suggests he inherited and is following their path. Unfortunately, the hechzik is chazak is not established. The of the therefore, the solda- the field goes back to the owner.